Have you ever been cock-blocked, full-on cock-blocked? It is the worst. I remember one time I was at college. I went to Penn State, represent, and I'm at this frat party, right? And I'm talking to the star football player, Anthony. Yeah, I just put him on blast. Not sorry. And we're like vibing. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm here for this moment. He's tall. He's buff. He's got it going on. And what happens? But, and I understand why my Gorge roommate, Gorge, comes and swoops in. And suddenly, suddenly, I am literally Cinderella after midnight because Anthony's full-blown attention is on my roommate. I am a piece of dust. I am a mop after Cinderella's use, right? And I'm just like, God damn it. Another one bites the dust. The worst. The worst. This pretty much sums up my this last week with Candace Owens, maybe inadvertently and not directly. I, I didn't actually see her in the flesh, right? But on the interweb, Candace Owens stealing my thunder. But you know what? This story isn't about me. Or is it? Is it we're we're gonna explore that today. Let's take it back to where it all started. And for those of you who are new listeners, I know I've gotten some new newbies this week, which hello, welcome. This is cancel me baby. And if you're like, who is this lady with her hair extensions rattling on, on this Friday, my name is Taylor. I was a red carpet reporter in Hollywood, but since COVID came in like a tsunami and really just swirled my life away. I launched this podcast. It's called cancel me baby. And I'm basically just spitting truths all day long. Okay. With the occasional Cinderella metaphor. So let's take it back to the beginning, back to the beginning, Hillary Duff style. Okay. Before I was a red carpet reporter in Hollywood, I was a writer at VH1. This is about five years ago. And I had seen Chrissy Teigen, the woman of the week, Okay. Really go after average people. I know she's in the news this week and we are going to really get into this for bullying another celebrity reality star, but I had seen her going after average people who didn't even have a means to defend themselves. Right. So I was calling this lady out before it was even a trend. All right. And since I had the platform with VH1, I wrote a piece about it because I just found it really unacceptable. I'm like, how are you going to be out here like the king in the castle, have all the resources and be picking on these people who have no means of, you know, defending themselves, knock it off, not cool. Like bring it to the dry cleaners, bring it to the tailors, get that fixed. I don't want to see it. So I write a piece called Chrissy Teigen is Twitter's biggest hypocrite, because at the same time, she was claiming to have been getting picked on and bullied. So I'm like, oh, makes sense. So in return, you're going to retaliate by being ruthless to these people. Okay. So what happens is Chrissy Teigen don't, she don't like my piece. She is not welcoming it warmly. So she publicly goes after me personally on Twitter. First, she starts tearing up VH1 and then she goes in on me. So this week, while everyone and their mom, every garden gnome, every chirping bird is talking about Chrissy Teigen being a bully, I experienced it firsthand. So I can actually say, and what happens is the deets don't matter. 
uh, VH1 ended up siding with her because God forbid, like you can't be upsetting a celebrity. You got to dry their tears. So they end up siding with her. I end up getting suspended. The piece gets taken down. It's picked up by national outlets like Huffington Post, who by the way, are all in Chrissy's corner because she's like the funny, irreverent uh, celebrity wife, right? Yada, yada. We know the whole deal. So that is in a nutshell, okay? Welcome to Cliff Notes. So this past March, flash forward, okay, shout out to VHS and Blockbuster. Chrissy decides that she is going to come out and quit Twitter because it is just so toxic. I have no idea how it got that way. Funny, right? It's just hilarious. It's like, oh, the thing you perpetuated for years relentlessly, but it's too much for you to handle. Got it. So I do an episode in March talking about all this and telling my story and talking about calling it out, you know, representing the nobodies firsthand. At the time when I had done this, an episode recounting all this, speaking to this, this past March, there was a reality star named Courtney, Courtney Stodden, all the Chrissy Courtney's damn, they're, they're popping named Courtney Stodden. And she had been really public on Twitter being like, oh, how rich, how rich you're going to quit the bird site because you've been bullying me since for 10 years ago. And she posted tweets in which Chrissy said really vile, nasty things that were like, go take a nap in the dirt. And at the time, this girl's like, I don't even know. I didn't even know who she was. In fact, I looked up to her. And the reason that Chrissy was bullying her so much is because she, at the time, Courtney was 16, had married a 51-year-old celebrity. And so, like, and also, yet again, how rich coming from Chrissy, who is very political and is so liberal, and, like, aren't liberals supposed to be like, I love you no matter how you are, live your life, but, like, I guess not, right? So, in March, Courtney comes out and says this, and it gets barely any attention. I had mentioned it in my episode being like, thank God one other celebrity is calling out this BS. Where's the award? Ring the alarm. Okay. While we're at it, let's bring back Nicki Minaj sidebar. Okay. So that's where that is. Now cut to this week. Try to keep up people. Courtney does an interview with the Daily Beast. Okay. And she talks about how, oh, I'm sorry. She's non-binary. So she goes as they, okay. I'm still getting up to my pronouns. And I said, well, I think it's all a little crazy. I did say that I would call you what you want me to call you. So she goes, Courtney goes by they, sorry, my bad. Okay. So they do an interview with who's politically correct now. Okay. She does an interview with the daily beast this week. And oh my God, I literally have amnesia. I am so sorry. Wow, clearly this is sticking. And they say that reveal even more that Chrissy not only publicly went after them with all these vile tweets that nobody called out. Cause like I said, Chrissy is like Hollywood's golden child, like brushing her hair 24 seven, propping her up, feeding her grapes. Further, she reve- they reveal that Chrissy would go into her DMs when she was only 16 and literally tell them to kill themselves and say, I I can't wait for you to be dead, right? Absolutely vile. 
absolutely vile. Like what an isolating, scary, lonely experience that must have been for her. I can only imagine. And I actually understand it because I felt similarly when Chrissy was going after me. I was like, this is so embarrassing and mortifying. Is my career going to be done after this, right? She is personally going after me, this big entity. Like I had said, going after just Taylor and her typewriter, if only. But you know what I mean? It is extremely, and I didn't get a fraction of the abuse that Courtney got. So the story is picking up steam already. Like I said, it was published in, in this interview with the Daily Beast, starts getting picked up by Daily Mail. Okay, and who hops on the bag bandwagon but Candace Owens? Candace Owens comes and hops on and I see it and I'm like, you know what? Good for Candace Owens. So Candace Owens is going ham. She is going ham. She's like, this is unacceptable. She starts digging up past tweets that Chrissy Teigen, I'll pop some up on the screen here, that Chrissy Teigen had said in the past toward prominent people, like telling Lindsay Lohan, this is the kind of bully we're dealing with that I saw, okay? Like a warlock five years ago, telling Lindsay Lohan to go slit her wrist after she had already go tried to commit suicide, right? Telling Sarah P Palin to shoot herself in the face, uh, just really vile, like telling, uh, saying to Farrah Abraham, who was in Teen Mom, that she's a whore and that everybody hates her. Just honestly, really, I can barely stomach it. Just really, really unacceptable. So Candace starts going after Chrissy's sponsors, being like, this is not okay. Pulling up past tweets, right, from the grave. And this is where I have mixed feelings because I'm seeing all this play out, right? I see off the bat that Candace is making it the first thing she says. She does an IG live and a tweet. And the first thing she says is, what do you think? Lo and behold, makes it about Trump. Because Candace has an ax to grind, number one with Hollywood, because she thinks they're all like deranged and gross, which like, honestly, I'm half behind that. I've talked about it a lot on the show, especially because of my experience with these people. But she, and, and she has an ax to grind, right? Because she's like, how dare Chrissy Teigen be this vile, but she's upset by Trump's like mean quotes. And he was warranted, or mean tweets, sorry. And he was warranted getting kicked off the internet, but this is accepted. So I'm torn because I'm like, okay, I'm here for the cause. Like I'm here for her calling it out. Like good for her for calling it out. But I'm like, okay, she's making it like, to fit her narrative right off, right off the bat. And I'm also like, part of me is thinking like, I have been behind this like crusade for years. I have mixed feelings because I'm like, you know, I've been behind this for a long time. Should I be like a Candace out here, like trying to make it my life mission? But then I'm like, no, you know what? Like, again, you know, going after and like piling on Chrissy, like if Candace wants to do it, that's her bag. Like for me, it's like, I called it out. I said what I had to say. I said my piece and it's like going after her and piling after her. It's like, and like, even like bullying in that way, being like, Hey, Chrissy, what's good. Oh, now, you know, taunting it. It's like, nah, like that's her job to be the bully. She did it enough, you know, like actions speak louder than words. And the fact that this is all coming to the light, I'm like, that's enough for me. Like I'm vindicated. Candace is over here blowing it up. Everyone's seeing the truth that I've been trying to scream from the rooftop for years. I'm good. Okay. Until, until the next morning I wake up and Chrissy, I have all these texts being like, are you seeing this shit? And I'm like, what happened? 
what happened? I'm like, did Gavin Newsom finally like admit all of his pedicures and lobster tails in broad daylight that he's had this whole time while everyone else suffered? Like, what's all the news about? What's all the commotion? So I wake up to see the news that Chrissy Teigen finally apologizes, right? She finally apologizes and she, she does a series of tweets in which of them say like, I'm absolutely ashamed. I'm so embarrassed. I was an attention seeking troll. She finally apologizes, right? So all of a sudden I see Candace Owens here over here throwing herself a, a parade of a lifetime propping herself up and is so excited like it is the Candace world and we're just living in it literally saying on her IG stories and in a tweet I have the tweet for you saying she finally apologized and this all happened because I blew it up because I blew it up oh boy so this is when I start being like wait a second so this is what I'm I'm, I'm like hold on wait wait you wait you blew it up remember me? Hi, it's your friend in your dreams. Like, what? Oh my God. And equally as annoying, because like I said, when I had first called it out on a huge platform years ago, it got swept under the rug and I was silenced pretty much. And not only do I start to feel this push and pull, right? But I see a tweet from the writer, the editor of the daily beast. His name is Marlo. Shout out to this man who did the original interview with Courtney. So he tweets at Candace, cause this is like, it's becoming a whole pageant thing. Like the Daily Mail does an article about it being like, thank you, Candace, you like queen of blowing the lid off this whole thing. And I'm sitting here like, okay. So here is the tweet, let me find it. So this guy from the Daily Beast says, Hey, Candace, I did the interview with Courtney Stodden. It was blowing up before you cynically exploited it with another, exploited another person's trauma and tried to make it about yourself slash your personal beefs, right? So they end up going back and forth, these two in this whole thing. And Candace can't seem, and I feel him. I'm like, that is obnoxious. Like give credit where credit is due. So they go back and forth in this whole thing. And Candace can't seem to give him any of the credit or let it go. She just can't. She's like, you know, it only started blowing up because Daily Mail started. Then, then I hopped on the train. Like she can't, she just like, doesn't have it in her. She is incapable. Uh, she even says that, uh, Courtney was in touch with her and thanked her for bringing this to the light. Uh, and Marlo, you know, they're going back and forth and Candace like literally goes so in on this guy being like, do you feel stupid now? Cause I've been talking to Courtney. Yeah. Just take the L you can thank me later. And I'm just like, oh my God. So now I'm personally invested in this. Cause I'm like, wait, not only are you not giving me a little nod, which I went on my story and said this, like, I didn't totally expect her to, I don't have a big plot as big yet. I don't have as big of a platform as she does, despite the fact that I had a friend. Cause again, I was like, I, you know, just let them do what they do over there. Like I'll be over here eating my popcorn and being like, I told you also, but you guys know I love being right. It's fine. But my friend is over here on Twitter tweeting at Candace with threads being like, here are the receipts from when my friend has started this train five years ago. Right. And also I called out Candace a little bit on my IG story saying, look, like it's all good. Appreciate you like going down this path, but like give credit where credit is due. And she saw it. 
So what's up? I'm going to show you the receipt. Here it is. Candace, I know you saw it. I'll be waiting here. What is up? Okay. So now I start getting like involved and I'm like, wait, wait, should I be getting credit? I'm kind of mad. Like she is acting like it is like the Messiah Candace Owens coming in here and making this all happen, making Chrissy Teigen apologize, all of this stuff. And the Daily Beast, we all are fighting for the attention of it, right? Like the Daily Beast writer. I start messaging the Daily Beast writer, who's a nice guy. We're going back and forth on it. And I start getting tangled up in this web. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, hi, what about me? Like, I should be getting some of this credit, right? I mean, what the heck? I got bulldozed by this lady personally and publicly five years ago for calling this shiz out. Hi, excuse me. So this is where I have a really weird push and pull because I'm like, first one minute I was, I didn't need any recognition about, like I said, Chrissy being exposed for, and the apology, sure. I mean, Courtney ended up exposing her even more and saying she didn't even see it because she put up a receipt of how Chrissy blocked her. She's still blocked. Um, sidebar when the whole thing went down with Chrissy Teigen, she blocked me too on Twitter. So not sure if she's seeing any of this because I'm still blocked and I'll show you a video of that receipt right now. So, like I said, I'm good with the validation of knowing like it's all coming to light. I don't need anything else. I don't need to be over here, like trolling target, like it's good for me. It's good enough for me, right? That it's all out there and like prove my point. Like what a sweet satisfaction. But then I noticed myself, like I say, getting caught up in everybody wanting the recognition. All three of us, Candace wanting to take all the credit, the Daily Beast writer, understandably, and me being like, over here, guys, over here. And then I think to myself, why are you really, what is this all for? When you think about it, it's like, you're kind of vying for the same thing that they are, right? Like Candace making it all about her and being like, you're welcome. I did this. It's all because of me. And I'm thinking to myself, like you asking for that sort of validation, even going on your IG story and calling her out and being like, give a little props, give a little shout out. That's exactly her game. All of us, right? That's what they do is like wanting that recognition and the validation and the reward. And it's really quite sad. I mean, I'm going to get to this in my closing, like where this is all headed and where we're at, but it's really quite sad. I notice really getting swept up in it and thinking like, I need my little recognition when initially I didn't care. I really didn't care. And what does that say? I'm glad enough that I didn't get totally like tweeting at Candace and Chrissy being like, okay, okay. Like I said, on Twitter, my friend had to do it on my behalf. Cause I was like, no, I don't want to. And she was like, no, I'm doing it for you. Right. Because I was like, I can't be guilty of the very thing that number one got Chrissy Teigen in this entire mess, being a complete narcissist, going after these people and never taking accountability ever. And Candace Owens, obviously being a complete narcissist being like, you are welcome world peace all because of me. Right. And thinking I can't be beating them at their own game. And I can't be asking for the very thing that is annoying the shit out of me about them right now. But it's pretty crazy how quick it'll happen and how quick you'll get swept up in it. Right.
And all the while, so yeah, so I want you guys to know, I am totally self-aware. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, girl, you're asking for the very thing that's like irritating, getting under your skin about them, like taking all the credit, having no self-awareness, being so self-involved. Oh, I get it. I get that. I it, It's a push and pull. I had the little, the angel and the devil on my shoulder working and twerking. I totally, totally get it. So what else is like the, the, the cherry on top of the cake of all of this is how Candace is being deemed now as this like bullying savior. And I'm like, she's a bully. She's a, like, she has gone, been so, so adamant being like, do you see how sick this is? I, nothing would ever possess me to, to convince a 16 year old to kill themselves, which is true. I'm sure she wouldn't go to that extreme, but let's not, let's call a spade a spade. Okay. Candace Owens is a bully. So again, I'm like, I just find this rich that like, she is now the president of the bullying society, non-bullying society. Um, stop the steal <laughs> when she has been a bully. I saw it. She reposted many, uh, a few, like not many, sorry, a handful of people on her own story. Here's one screenshot of a girl saying it's, and she does a video and she says, I was watching real Candace Owens story. And it reminds me of high school bullies, right? Then there's a video of a lady basically saying the same thing that Candace reposted. I'll play you a clip of it here to say how much I appreciate that Candace Owens will not take her foot off of Chrissy Teigen's neck. Somebody calling out a bully who has been bullying people for years. And again, this is where I'm just like, this shit is so rich. Like guys, come, guys, you can't honestly say I'm a bully. At least my intentions have been pure. Again, trying to back the little guy who didn't have a platform to defend themselves back when Chrissy Teigen was being a troll, right? But even it's so funny to me, like, come on, you think this face could be a bully? Come on now. But it's even so funny to me because even in Candace Owens' original uh, IGTV about it, she literally ends the video with this insult to Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen, you are a sick, sick puppy and your face looks like a deflated basketball. Saying her face looks like a deflated basketball. Oh, I just think it's so funny. It's like, you're so bullying. Bullying is not okay. Bullying is mean. It's unacceptable. It's abhorrent. And she also calls her a trash human being. I'm like, here we go again. Yes, great track record. And then she ends up being like, and your face is deformed. It's like, oh my God. It's just hilarious that she's now being deemed as this, like this, you know, hero of all time. And don't forget too, when she was a bully toward Cardi B. That's the other thing is I saw her repost this girl being like, thank you, like women supporting women and lifting each other up. And I'm like, did you guys forget when she publicly had a, a bullseye in her man cave bar with Cardi B's face in the middle of it? Like, let's not forget. Listen to this clip where she tells Ben Shapiro repeatedly how illiterate Cardi B is. This is an illiterate person. And if I, if I appeal to this illiterate person and she does, oh, like she literally did uh, uh, in, in the middle of this interview. And they think she's cool, she's hip, just by sitting here and, and taking this interview, black people will vote for me. It's basically saying, black people, you are stupid. You chose an illiterate rapper because that's what she is, she's illiterate. Okay. Oh, also, <laughs> I'm not trying to put her on blast. I'm just painting the picture. It's like, uh, do we, do, I mean, I know I had amnesia in the beginning of this app with the pronouns, but is this, do we all have amnesia? Look at this tweet she put up about Cardi B. It's her dunking on her head with a basketball and saying, I broke Cardi B. How about this one? 
And this was all, by the way, because Cardi B did an interview. I think it was with Bernie Sanders and or Biden. So Cardi didn't even provoke it. I know they've had their issues, but this is the initial thing, right? And then Candace uh, wrote at her last year saying, dear Cardi, you know nothing. Uh, I'm almost six months pregnant, but got time to rip you a new WAP. And it's like, okay, okay. So all of this, right? All of this whole idea of being self-involved and self-important. And it is my world and your Pluto, your little old rock orbiting around it. Sorry, enjoyed the view, right? This whole thing brings me to the news. This week was a doozy, okay? We also learned this week about Ellen DeGeneres. Now, if you recall, last July, all this news came out about how toxic of a workplace the Ellen show was and how ironic that is because her whole slogan is like, be kind. And let me tell you guys, you know, I'm all, like I said, I'm spitting facts for a living. Okay. And this is the biggest kept secret in Hollywood. We all knew this. Everyone knew this. Everyone knew that it was hell, whether it be like interactions with her or an assistant or this or that, like it is just not rainbows and butterflies. It is not a small world after all. It is not a good time to work for Ellen. We all know this. Okay. So she does this big interview this week with Hollywood reporter announcing that next year is going to be the last season of her show. She ends up explaining how her contract was up and it was time and blah, 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 blah. And I read the entire interview front and back. And it's just so sad to me because I'm like, with everything said and done, you still somehow made it about you. She basically says, like, takes no responsibility, claims to have known nothing about the toxic work environment there, said she was completely blindsided and found out all these reports through the news and how her whole mission in life was always to be kind and to make people laugh and how her parents got divorced when she was 13. And that's when she started to be funny to make her mom laugh and how she says, you know, I, I just realized like people, the American public are going to think that I'm supposed to be funny and dancing and putting on a show all the time because that's my persona so if you see me at the gas station and I give you you know I'm not smiling and I put your day up you know I have to just be cognizant of that like again just making it all about her not only making it all about her but like washing her hands clean acting like come on you had no idea you had no idea that this we all knew I'm sorry, my bus driver knew, like everyone knew and you didn't know this was the environment in your workplace. Instead of being like, you know what? That's really unacceptable. I'm saddened. I'm saddened that this was this happened under my watch. I'm saddened that employees are gonna be out of work. No, it's all about how, how distraught and blindsided she was and how heartbroken she was and how her whole goal in life is to make people laugh. And it's like, okay, okay. So you're the victim. Again, no responsibility. And it's all just like how self-important, like the validation of how funny I am and how pure my intentions are, right? What does this remind us of? Are we all having a little deja vu? Okay, is this not exactly, exactly like Chrissy Teigen? Like Chrissy Teigen being a bully and claiming to be a victim, all about you, taking no accountability. Guys, when I first called her out, it you know, in 2016, and she came after me, one of her tweets at VH1 literally said, you know, VH1, one could argue that you are actually 
uh, one could argue that you are actually the ones bullying me in a vulnerable moment. It's like, oh, I see. Got it. Got it. So let me go breastfeed you and coddle you now and swaddle you now. No. This is what this is what they do. It's like turns it around. Everybody turning it around to be like, no, no, no. But my feelings are the most important. And I'm the innocent one here. And it actually you're you're the mean one. Right. Even Candace Owens. I love it. Being like, how dare this bully? How dare we got to stop? This is unacceptable. And it's like, you are one. You are one. It's just, it's this, this, this mindset of being so self-important and the savior and being so blindsided to what you've done, what you've said, what your past, what's gone on around you to somehow still make yourself the queen of your environment right? Who has done no wrongdoing. Okay. A funny little sidebar off of this is Tom Cruise, which we also learned about this week. Again, like this narcissism, right? This savior hero mentality, how he gave back in protest three of his golden globes. I won't get into the whole story, but people in Hollywood are crying and having a conniption over nothing because the HFPA who runs the golden globes, right? It came out in late February that they had no black journalists. They had no black members in their organization. So they said on May 6th, we're going to come out with solutions, uh, things like that. So May 6th rolls around and in their list of solutions, they say that they're going to give themselves a September 21st deadline to have a new, you know, CFO, blah, all these things. But of course, because nothing is enough for the woke, absolutely nothing, which I've said before, it's not good enough. It's not fast enough. So all these celebrities come out in protest, right? Mark Ruffalo saying, I can't feel good about the Golden Globe. I accepted, you know, we need to make a change and da, 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 da. Tom Cruise publicly giving his back three awards when, by the way, no one cares. Here are some funny comments from people on a story about this, right? Are they woking themselves into oblivion? Uh, Tom even acted in oblivion. The award for nobody gives a crap goes to the American public. Hilarious. But it feeds into this whole thing that's like, I'm going to go do this now because I am your saving grace. And it's like, come, come, come back down from your orbit. Come back down to earth. Okay. And let's, let's really think about this. So where does this leave us all? Even the fact that, like I said, I got swept up in it. Right. And I've been thinking about it a lot this week. And I didn't, again, I was like torn on even doing an episode about all this or doing or posting about it on IG. Cause I'm like, I'm feeding into the very thing these people are, but I really had me thinking about this environment at large, right? This social media environment, we always, always need validation for everything. And it is destroying us. It is literally all about us all the time. Like I know the funny expression that's like doing it for the gram, but it's really has become that. Think about the like button and think about these kids who, I mean, luckily we didn't have it, but it still has us effed up as adults, but the anxiety and the depression that rides on every little post getting this, likes that, like, you know, waking up in the morning and, and refreshing to see how many are going to bed at night and refreshing to see how many it's sick. And it's how we operate 
everything is out of that. And you want to know the, the sickest part is that the man, you guys should watch the social dilemma. It's on Netflix. The man who invented the like button even denounces it. He's like, it was meant to spread positivity. I just find it as a waste of time now. And it just really makes me think about our collective mental health. Look at clearly, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity, if you're an average person. I got a pitch the other day to interview a psychiatrist about what could potentially happen if Facebook and Instagram removes its like option. Cause I don't know if you guys remember, but in 2019, they were experimenting with removing likes and views. And for this very reason, I was all for it. I was like, let's go. Like I literally was ready to be Johnny Depp in the pirates of the Caribbean being the Voyager crusader of that mission. I was like, let's go because this is why it makes us all miserable and makes it so that we are the only important ones on earth. Like literally, our whole world is like our view of our lives and ourselves. So I was so forward. So I got a pitch to interview a psychiatrist because which I'll look into, but because they started these experiments to remove them in 2019 and they're starting them up again. Um, and I'm really excited about it for this very reason. Look at what it's done, like empowering bullies and bad people like Chrissy Teigen to get this much attention and power and views and reshares and, and retweets and how toxic and how destructive that is. And it, it got me thinking, it got me thinking about this entire thing in general. Like, I really was like, how am I going to, where am I going with this? Where am I, where on this journey we're on, where do I want to take my audience and my listeners. And I thought to myself, when it comes to all this, the validation, like, are we past the point of no return? I really wanted to have a solid, like, okay, so this is what we do guys. And part of me is like, okay, removing likes. That's a huge first start. And part of me is like, have we become so immersed in the social media world of everyone has to see what I'm doing. Everyone has to like it. Everyone has to validate it. It has to be, 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 be. You know, it was one thing when you were in fifth grade and Sally took all of the credit for your school project and you're like, no, Mrs. B, no, Mrs. B, I, I, I was in the project too, right? <laughs> That's kind of how I felt now. Now it's like, it is our everything. It is our everything. And, and speaking of Sally and her science project, like this is something I thought about too with this whole thing. I was like, okay, do we really do stuff for us anymore? Or is it just for the sake of it being out there? So say the Chrissy Teigen thing. I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't I just be glad that it's finally being exposed. It's out there. And if Candace Owens is like taking the reins, like and exposing even more stuff, like that's enough. That's enough. But no, it has to be like, but I have to get some credit. The Daily Beast guy, right? I have to get some credit. Think about it with the school project. Should it just be enough that like it's out there and it's a great project or you got an A? No, it's like we need the accol accolades. We need the recognition. And are we truly, is this engraved in who we are? Is this who we are? I really thought about it. And I thought to myself, say I blew this story up and not Candace Owen. Say somebody found my show on it from March, my original story, whatever it is, and blew this up. Would that be more fulfilling to me than what it is now? Knowing in my head, I had called it out however many years ago, it's all coming to like, great. Would I be more fulfilled if I was the one to blow it up and not Candace Owens? And the answer is, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. 
maybe it has seeped so far into us to the point where we can't even separate anymore. And that's what I want to leave you guys is think about that. Like, I know we joke doing it for the gram. So next time you do it for the gram, think to yourself, really think to yourself. Cause like I said, I truly deep down, I don't know if I would be more fulfilled than I am now. Maybe, maybe not. So next time you post something, think to yourself, right? Really think to yourself, am I doing this? Cause I want more likes. I'm going to be refreshing. I want more views. I want people to share it and I want the recognition. Or are you doing it because you're just psyched and proud that it's out there and you put it out there, period. It's sad that this is what it's become, that we all operate out of this place of being the king of our own universe and hoping that that is recognized. Are we past the point of no return? I don't know. I love you no matter how many likes you give me.